Hey there, hey, and welcome to this pod of Born to Be a Star. Today is Monday, and it is a holiday. And you know what? I'm just going to call it Columbus Day, just like I said on Friday. I'm not calling it Indigenous People Day because I don't understand how that works for Columbus Day, right? Why are we giving these people any voice? Let's take their sound away. Mute. Press the mute button. It's Columbus Day, and that's what the fuck it's going to be forever. And I don't even care if they rename it the other shit. I'm not calling it that, and I don't care. Moving on from the fact that this is Columbus Day, because this is going to be an angry pod today. We need to get into the fact that now there's going to be a war in Israel, and and there's a bunch of problems going on with Biden. And uh, so I'm going to make it quick till we get to that. Today's another day and another opportunity for you to recognize your star power, for you to recognize your reflection in the mirror, recognize where you've been and where you're going next. Your mirror is a reflection of you, what you see, where you see yourself going. You need to be saying to yourself, yes, I can. In church on Sunday, Father Ford talked about anxiety and how you're supposed to give that to Jesus and how you're supposed to give all your worries to him. And you're supposed to free yourself from stress and pain and all those things every day. And if we do relieve ourselves from that, we'll live a better life. I struggle with anxiety and stress and pressure from past experiences or being put into like a box of thinking I'm not good enough and then struggling for years trying to get away from the box to understand that I I am good enough. Now, I, I did struggle with that. But now I'm at a point in my life where I, I love who I am. I love who I'm becoming and I'm ready for whatever is next. I want you to reach for the stars with me and I want you to recognize your bright light reflection beside me. Life is not always easy. Typically life is hard. You don't have to hold on to anxiety. Yes, you can learn a new language. Yes, you can travel. Yes, you can try something new. Yes, you can forgive somebody you don't want to talk to. Yes, you can take on a new hobby or knit or sew or do jewelry or sew or make a pocketbook or some some socks. Or yes, you can decide you want to redesign your house or you want to become a part of a book club. And I could tell you, I became a part of four book clubs. I'm probably going to become part of more of them. Honestly, I found something that I'm very passionate about and I love it. Yes, you can decide you want to switch your perfume. I switched to Chanel and I'm never going back. Yes, you can decide that you want a new comforter on your bed. You want to Um, redecorate your wall of pictures or you want to get a new tea kettle for your kitchen because you love tea. Yes, you can. And you should want to say to yourself, yes, you can. Let go of the anxiety with me. Let's let's do some breathing together. Count to five with me. One, two, three, four, five. And let it out. Yes, I can let go of anxiety and pressure and feeling that I'm not feeling like I'm not good enough because I've always been good enough. So one thing you have to recognize is bullies in school and people that think they're better than everybody else are the people that have low self-esteem, are the people that don't think anything's of themselves because they're making everybody else feel a certain way. So that just tells you who their character is and who they are. Realize your beauty and your star power and your strength. Look at that mirror and say it with me. Yes, I can.
Following that is never giving up. Thank you, John Cena. We appreciate all you do for the children with the Make-A-Wish Foundation and everything that you have done in your career and the hero that you aspire to be every day. I am just so lucky. I'm just such a lucky girl to have watched you my entire childhood, basically, have seen you live in shows. And and really, I've, I've been able to watch you prosper over the years. And it's just been such an amazing feeling. I love John Cena because he is hope. He is faith. And he is a person that that is an example of what I'm talking about when I say, yes, I can. His mantra of never give up is something that he lives by. It's his code. It's it's his livelihood. It's his message to the world, to people that don't think they have anything. His mantra of never give up is something that they need to hear. And I want to inspire you with that every day, not just once where I'm thanking him for his 20 years of hard work in WWE, but every day, every moment, every second, every minute, every hour. Don't ever give up. If I could hold on and stay strong and get through polycystic ovary syndrome, which is something you can't get rid of, then you can hold on and you can maybe get something rid of something called cancer with chemo. I'm not telling you that chemo is going to help or medications are going to make it better. And it's likely you might not survive. But if you don't try, who knows? Sometimes God gives us difficulty and sometimes we have to persevere through it. But don't ever give up on yourself. And don't ever give up on anybody that you love either. Thank you, John Cena. We appreciate all you do. And we love you. Moving on from John Cena and never give up. The final part of the mantra is why not today? Because, dude, if your mom called you, call her back. If you got chores to do around the house, do them. What are you waiting for? Like next week? Take the damn trash out, man. If something's wrong with the dishwasher, get on the phone and get it fixed. <coughs> I hate the idea of waiting to do things. It drives me insane. It should drive you insane too. I don't like procrastination. I don't like indecisiveness. I don't like wondering when things are going to happen. I hate that feeling. I, I, I like being able to have some sort of control or being able to have some sort of organization with my life, which is why I'm a person that picks out my outfits four weeks in advance, which is why I'm a person that has my walk-in closet organized, which is why I'm a person that plans out what I'm doing. I schedule appointments for my hair or my nails or whatever it is schedule things out and I do them accordingly because why not today what are we waiting for if you need to meal prep or cook 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 for a few days if you need to fix something in the bathroom or you need to buy new sheets or you need to get new towels or you need to do something go do it if you want to change your hair color and you're trying to figure out when you're going to do it, go make a phone call to your hairdresser and see if she's available and then have the conversation with her. Honestly, what are we waiting for? Why are we waiting for tomorrow and we don't know if tomorrow's coming? If this is like one of these movies and the end of days is here, didn't you waste too much time already? Time is the one thing you can't buy with money. Don't waste it. Why not today? Because tomorrow might not come. Let's get on with this. It's time for us to hit some of these headlines. First of all, there's clearly going to be a war between Israel and uh, Palestine or all these other shitty countries that it's surrounded by, unfortunately. It's in a really bad area. I'm not going to say that these people should just abort Israel. That would be the easy thing to do and just give the power to the other people fighting. But they're in a bad situation. 
they abducted Americans and Israel people, Israelians, and they killed them. They murdered them. They tortured them. It's very sad. And do you know what Biden decided to do on Sunday or Saturday or whatever fucking day it was? And I'm going to be cussing during this because I'm angry. He decided to have a barbecue with a band. Remember how horrible he did when he went to Hawaii when he brought up the fact that there was a small kitchen fire in his mansion that was put out in 20 minutes when people's houses burned down? There is clearly a disconnection between the Democratic Establishment Party, the Uniparty people, and the rest of the world, but especially Americans. I cried and I wept when I saw the flames from Hawaii because that's their life burning up in flames. And some of those people died on that highway. They still don't know where the bodies are. It's fucking sad, man. And I'm a strong person and typically I try not to cry and shit. But can you imagine losing your mom or your dad or your daughter or your son or your husband? Your best friend. People that you have built a long relationship with and they burn alive. Because someone didn't want to put water and then can you imagine a president a president showing up showing no sympathy, empathy, or understanding? This place is so disorganized and so detached from reality. I don't know what the fuck is going on. A barbecue and a band is not going to make what's happening better. You traded in a bad, bad person for a rich black basketball player. And you left a bunch of other people in fucking Russia. I am just at the end of any patience I had with this government. And I think they all need to be fucking fired. And we need to clean the swamp in a way where there is no swamp after we're done with it. We need new leadership. A complete destruction of it all. It needs to be burnt. Not just burned. But cleaned with bleach. These people don't care about us. They probably hate me and my husband. And our family. They probably hate all my family members too. That's fucking fine. But I'm still going to be emotional. I'm still going to cry about what happened in Hawaii. I'm never going to be okay with that. And I'm even more sadder that these Israelis are dying. And Biden is more concerned about some fucking barbecue and some band playing. Permeen John Pierre, and I'm going to fuck her name up up important. And Red Witch Bitch that's on MSBNC. And all these fucking liars on CNN. And fucking all these dumbasses that are going around spreading all this chaos. And AOC making shit up day after day after day. Not wanting to call Jamal Bowman up for pressing a fire alarm because he didn't want to vote on something that just happened right none of that is helping the problem that we have 
we need to have a draft of 18-year-olds to 35-year-olds. If you don't join the army and you're of the age 18 to 35, then you get arrested and you go to jail for it. There's no option. We need to protect our country, and they're not focused on that. The CIA is too busy trying to hunt down Trump supporters. We have bigger issues here. How fucking stupid are you people? Like, come on, man. It's Columbus Day, and these dumb fuckers want to change the name of Columbus Day to Indigenous People Day. Do they even understand what the fucking definition of Indigenous people is? Because I'm sorry, when when this country first existed, there wasn't black people here. It was Native Americans. So what the fuck? This shit's annoying. Why can't we just all live here together, right? Regardless of the color of your skin, regardless of your race, regardless where your family's originality is from. Why can't we just all live here together? Why isn't it okay to have different races and to be mixed? Why isn't it okay to like different food? Maybe you're vegan. Maybe you're vegetarian. Maybe you want to eat everything. Maybe you want to be the thing where you do keto. Whatever it is, why can't we just do that? These people are chaos and destruction and pain and ignorance and stupidity. And a fucking senator just died a little while ago and they replaced her in a fucking day. With someone who's totally unqualified to take her position and shouldn't be there. But they're doing that on purpose because they don't care about the court. They don't care about justice. They don't care about the United States of America or the Constitution and the foundation of our country. They don't care. They want to rewrite the Constitution of the United States of America. They want to rewrite what Independence Day means. They want to redefine what it is to be American because they don't like the fact that they might lose power if we get back to the basics here. But all these things were written up so that if they did this, they would be removed from power. So we need stronger people in office to call them the fuck out. And I got time to do that. So every day I'm going to take time to call these motherfuckers out. The first part of the conversation on born on no media allowed was can Kevin be trusted? I got one answer. No. He decided it was a good idea to keep Nancy Pelosi in an office her ass shouldn't have been in. She should have been expelled and removed from that office a long time ago, which shows that he was making deals with Biden behind closed doors, telling him he was going to give him money for Ukraine. We shouldn't be giving any money to Ukraine. We need to be trying to figure out how the fuck we're going to protect ourselves when they start sending nukes and shit from China and Russia and every other country that fucking hates us because we can't figure shit out because we want to just completely fun stupid shit and we want to pretend here's the most ironic idiotic shit I have some news for you NATO isn't going to allow Ukraine to get in we've known that the entire time but all these idiot celebrities want to go over to Ukraine and take a picture with the dumb fucker that's in charge of it. And Biden would rather go to Ukraine than go to East Palestine and the United States of America. And he'd rather give more money to Ukraine than deal with the fact that a majority of Hawaii burnt down. Now, do you understand that Hawaii is a part of the United States of America and people burnt alive on highways? 
their entire house is burnt down. And this motherfucker thought it was important to show up with a microphone and talk about a fire in a house that was taken care of in 20 minutes. Some people lost their mom or their sons or their daughters and or their husband or their wives and they can't get them back. Communities are destroyed. And the first thing celebrities wanted to do was buy up the land and fuck them over. And I am so angry, so mad that these people would do that to them. Like I say all the time, they want to live behind fences and pretend that they live among the people in the neighborhoods. But it doesn't work that way. People are being sacrificed as collateral damage. And these autocratic elites don't fucking care. Kevin McCarthy is a clown show. And the reason why he's not running for re-election is because he doesn't have enough votes. Gates did the correct thing. I'm on his side. I don't give a fuck if Fox News doesn't agree with him. Megan, whatever the fuck her name is, or anybody else, right? We can't play nice anymore. This is war. And it's not just war between us and other countries. It's war between the people that live in this country against each other. Because I'm not going to sit here while the Democratic Party taxes me and fucks me over every time I go buy something at a store with inflation and tells me about we need to think about housing. Where are the fucking houses for me and my husband to buy that weren't overpriced like two years ago and now everything is overpriced and we can't live the fucking American dream. And I have to hear about how public housing should exist for people that don't have fucking jobs. Why is that? That this country allows all these illegal motherfuckers to come over here because we're having a problem with having babies. Maybe the reason we're having a problem with having babies is the fact that you put porn everywhere, including in classrooms and libraries and fucking elementary schools, middle schools, high schools and colleges. Maybe that's the problem. You've taken away the idea of love and what a marriage actually is. You should have never allowed gay marriage to become legal. And I know people might be questioning what I'm saying. They took what? Marriage meant away. It's a bond between a man and a woman. And that's what's in the Bible. And what they've done to it is a display of insanity. It is a display of insanity. And I'm not saying you can't be a man and man and love each other. But come on, man. What the fuck is going on? It's just embarrassing. It's embarrassing. The reason everything is the way it is and people don't want to have kids and young people are like, fuck this, is because you told them climate change was a bad thing and they're paranoid about bringing a child into the world when they thought the world was going to end in 12 years. I mean, AOC was wrong and so was the other idiot. But you see what I'm saying, right? You've indoctrinated these kids to a point where they don't even know where the fuck they are. So don't blame the idea that you want these illegal people to come here for that. They weren't shutting down are they really going to sit here and pretend like they're going to fix any of these problems that happen why aren't people being arrested why aren't we bringing back punishments for bad behavior fox news isn't helping because they just sound like pansies Right. I'm, I'm I'm starting to get turned off by them, quite honestly, outside of Jesse and um, 
the five and Greg and Hannity and Laura, I, I can't really listen to it. The rest of the people just irritate me. And I don't know why I'm feeling like that. At first, I was interested in what they're saying. Even Megan irritates me. Like, I think we need stronger voices. And I don't think, I think we're missing that. These aren't questions. We can't say that we think Taylor Swift is cool. She's great, okay? She's an amazing singer and an amazing, uh, like, superstar, okay? Sweet. But her political views are shitty, right? And you need to separate the two of those things. She could be a great singer and then be an idiot when it comes to politics. And she is. The most of them are, right? They are. And honestly, we need to call that out. We need to be realistic and honest about that. And if we're not, then we're lying to ourselves. They keep acting like Trump won't win. They thought that having him go through all these courts, all this stuff was going to stop him from running. It's only going to make things easier for him because everybody can see that you people suck. You hate the idea that a man came into power that doesn't need you or your fucking handouts. And he's not going to be your bitch slave and he is not going to do what you want him to. See, he actually cares about America and you hate that because none of you do. And I'm even talking about Kevin McCarthy right now. I'm definitely talking about Mitch McConnell. And I'm definitely talking about all 195 or whatever the fuck number it was that voted for Kevin McCarthy when he got his position taken away. And I do not think that that caucus should give away their ability to take the position away. Because if they give that ability away, then they're going to have another Kevin McCarthy in there for whatever the fucking time is not doing anything, doing side deals with the Democrats. And we don't need that anymore. We need somebody that's going in there to get the job done. If that's Jim Jordan, great. Keep that there. That needs to stay. You understand why that has to stay, right? If that doesn't stay, we're fucked. Because then these people will do whatever they want and they won't be held accountable. Kevin McCarthy dug his own grave. He didn't have to do the shit that he did. And when I hear Megan say that, or Ben Shapiro, who's a hand in Daily Wire, right? Or a bunch of other voices too, especially the other people on Fox, Kaylee, whatever. When I hear these people, Laura, sometimes I question Laura, like what the fuck she's saying. Like some of the time I'm just like, what are you talking about, dude? When I'm hearing these supposedly Republicans say they're going to side with Kevin McCarthy. They don't understand what's happening. Because again, these people are getting paid millions of dollars with a microphone in their fucking ear and some like writers telling them what the fuck to say. Do you actually think they come up with their own stuff? I don't believe that for one moment, for one second. I think it's all a joke. But I still watch it because it's there. But I don't actually sit there and believe it. I'm not an idiot. They don't want to side with Matt Gates because they really don't like him. Just like they don't like Marjorie Taylor Greene. They never did. And you know what? I don't think Matt Gates did anything or raped anybody or did any of that. And why didn't Kevin McCarthy get rid of any of that insanity? That's just like when that woman blamed or and accused Donald Trump of raping her in a dressing room in Saks Fifth Avenue or some fucking store like that. I think it was Bird Offs in New York. Bitch, bye. 
Like, and then all these women come out with these ridiculous things against these men saying that they did something. Like, dude, you're all just desperate. Fox News isn't helping. And they keep acting like Trump won't win because they don't want to deal with the fact that when he gets back in power, their ass is gone. So I'm going to just sit here, laugh, wait, and eat some candy and enjoy the show. Because you know what? The show is Donald Trump. He is the company. He has been the company. And he is known worldwide, not just in this shitty country called America. And yes, I'm calling America shitty because I live here. I've lived here my entire life. I'll likely never move to another country. And I love America. But right now, America is shitty. Shitty. The president of the United States still hasn't been to East Palestine. He made jokes about a fucking fire in a kitchen corner that got put out in 20 minutes when he was in Hawaii. And instead of him dealing with the fact that we got a war issue going on and we probably need to really be taking funds that are going to Ukraine and help Israel, he's having a fucking cookout with a fucking band. That's how we're going to end this right now. So that's the politics. Today isn't just another day. It's Columbus Day. I want you to remember who Columbus was. Right. Indigenous people didn't do what he did. And if you want to hype up all these other things, I'm not saying that you can't. But I am saying that you should seriously consider how fucking idiotic you sound trying to replace something that you cannot replace. Removing signs and ripping down statues isn't going to fix who you people are. Burning cities down and telling black people that they have to bow down to the Democratic Party isn't going to help. You just want robot brain dead followers and sheep and you seem to have secured them. And the reason you're going after all these illegal people is because you know you're losing the black vote. Slowly but surely, you're losing it. If black people had any common sense, they'd all be Republican. Because being Democratic doesn't serve them in any way, shape, size, or form. I said it the other day. Fatherless homes was created by the Democrats. The KKK was created by the Democrats. If you're going to blame anybody for the struggles that you're dealing with, It's the Democrats. The government is giving you a titty to suck on and you willingly suck on the titty for some handouts. Get your shit together. Figure it out. You don't want a titty suck. You want to be the leader of the titty and you want to put these fuckers in line. Like I said, today is Columbus Day and it's another opportunity for you to recognize that you have the ability to hold these people accountable with your vote. So vote Republican because if you vote Democratic, we're going to have four more years of this fucking nightmare in hell. And I don't like gas at $5 a gallon. I want to go back to $1.89 or $1.70 with Trump. Let's bring Trump back. He's the only one that could like scare the rest of the world into not doing dumb shit. Just For one moment, consider this before I move into the next part of our conversation. If Trump was the president, Valdemir wouldn't have taken over Ukraine. That wouldn't have happened. If Trump was president, China wouldn't be building up some fucking crazy ass army about to take over Taiwan. 
if Trump was president, I don't know if these foreign governments would have fucked around with Israel and like taken hostages and stuff because they knew he could have pressed a button and gotten rid of them. America has a lot of power, a lot of weapons, and they keep playing like they don't. They have turned this fucking country into an insane asylum and the rest of the world can tell that. They're not strong. They're not reliable. And they're not a a fighting nation. There needs to be a recruitment of young people aged 18 to 35. And we need to get back to the basics. Country first. And on Columbus Day, a day when they were going to rip down signs and statues of who he was and what he did. I dare you to be in opposition of that. Let's move on to the main part of the conversation. And I'm skipping over the unapologetic laughter because there's no reason for us to laugh today. But if you want to laugh at anything, laugh at the fact that they don't even know what a gallon of milk costs because they don't buy milk. Laugh at the fact that they don't care about gas prices because they don't drive cars and laugh at the fact that whatever your problems are there's no one coming to save you if you voted democratic you voted for the end moving on from that short version of unapologetic laughter to the main part of the conversation fall cleaning what does fall cleaning mean fall cleaning is when you just start throwing out shit that you know you don't need and you're just willing to get rid of it today is columbus day another day another opportunity for us to celebrate Christopher Columbus and all he did for the United States of America. Hair talk. So I'm considering going with a red color. Um, I was considering highlights, but I think red would be easier because I don't have to like bleach my hair and I don't really want to put bleach in it. So I, I might consider going red, but I want to have the conversation with Skip before I decide what color I want to do. I was thinking of like an Irish, like red tone since I am Irish. I used to have more of those reds in my hair when I was younger. Um, it just feels natural and it feels comfortable. So I'll see, you know, what reds I I get into. I'm getting my um, hair done on Saturday, which is going to be fun. I don't know how we're going to touch up the curly perm, but I am going to have that conversation with her. I don't know if we're going to do the curly perm on Saturday or what we're going to do. I was considering doing a relaxer. (coughs) I haven't got my hair braided in forever. I don't have time to get it braided because on Sunday I'm at church to like 11 something. And honestly, I don't know. I just I haven't wanted to be in a seat for like seven hours and I don't really have the energy for that. So I'm just not going to lie. But we'll see. At some point, I will go back to getting my hair braided. I just don't know when. But I think I want to stay away from blondes and bleaching and all that stuff. And I, I might just stay red or some sort of like copper or light red tone. I I think I'm going to stay in that hemisphere with the reds. See what happens. Is Michael Kors legit? Now, I've been considering, do I want to switch over to Michael Kors? Like, I have a bunch of Louis Vuitton stuff and Chanel or whatever, and those are my go-to, right? But I also like Kate Spade and... um, I was considering doing some Michael Kors, but I don't even know what color I do, but I really want to check it out. I'm not much of a Marshalls Michael Kors person, 
but we'll see what happens. I think it's worth giving a try. I do think it's legit. Designer finds. What exactly is a designer find? Well, there's the real real, which is a website you can go on to find designer prices. I happen to think that Michael Kors is decent, but I agree with what Skip was saying. When it comes to designer, you want a designer that you can't find at every store. When it comes to designer finds or designer things, you want to find something that everybody else doesn't have. And so you have to spend time and effort looking for things that are like one in a million. Really, nothing's really one in a million, but you want to find things that not everybody can get their hands on. That should be the point. So the real world is great for looking up designer things. You could also go to the warehouses of Louis Vuitton or any of these designers you might like. There's a Chanel one too. There's a bunch of it. Balenciaga. Whatever you're looking for, you can find it. Do we need laptops? I don't think so. Like I had a laptop and I had it for school when I was doing my master's and then it ended up dying one day and I the keyboard doesn't work on it like it it still says it's there but like it doesn't work i haven't figured out why it doesn't work but it doesn't work it's very weird i don't really get it but i don't think i'm gonna invest like what is it a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars to buy a new laptop for what maybe i'll get a new ipad at some point i will probably get a new ipad but I'm likely not gonna invest my money in a laptop. I mean, I've got an iPhone 15. I can basically do everything I wanna do on my phone. And although I do like editing and doing things with uh, certain apps or whatever, I can pretty much just download them all to my phone. At the beginning of like editing, you really, in some contexts, you wanna have app, you wanna have options with laptops. But in other contexts, you don't need it anymore. I just think the technology on the phone is is good enough. So you don't need it. Now, I'm not a person that's going to switch over and say I want an HP. Because you know how I feel about like Windows products. I hate them. That's not my thing. I have to use that at work. And I, I figured out how to function, how to like get around everything on that. But I, I wouldn't want one at home because all my devices are Apple and I don't like anything that's not Apple. So there's that. Um, easy conversations is when you can basically talk about anything, whether it be politics, religion, food, sex, anything, relationships, the annoying person that lives next to you. Any of these conversations should be easy conversations. You could talk about the fact that somebody died. Or you could talk about the fact that your friend had a baby. You talk about marriage. You could talk about shows you like, shows you don't like, the price of this, the price of that. You can have these rational conversations or you can have fun conversations. Having conversations is extremely important and they should be easy. They shouldn't be difficult. If you're finding that conversating is difficult, maybe try to get around that. AI can't be stopped. No, it can't be stopped. And it could have been maybe, you know, like slowed down a little bit, but they decided they didn't want to fucking do that. They decided they decided that it was more important to not pay attention 
the things that are actually happening that aren't good. It's going to be like the Terminator movie. And you know what? That's too bad. But it's not my problem. When the robots come, I'm just going to pretend to be one and I'll be fine. Because I'm smart enough to pretend to be a robot that I don't think I have anything to worry about. So I'll just pretend to be a robot just along with them. You know, I learned a lot from watching Neo. If you're trying to fit in, don't fit out. That's that's the only advice I could give you. Bad things are coming. Just be ready for it. Moving into watching things. So me and Skip finished the end of Murders in the Building season three. It was exceptional. If you haven't watched it, I don't know why you haven't watched it, but it was really great. Um, I loved all the characters. I loved the story. I loved the setting. I loved everything about it. I love Manhattan. It's just, ugh. It's just, it's one of those shows that I feel like gets better every season. And it definitely left me at the end of the couch trying to figure out who did what and why that person got away with it. We also watched this movie called Reptile that was pretty great. Monday Night Raw is coming on tonight. Maybe we'll watch it. I don't know. From, is there going to be a new season of that? I think we'll have to wait and see. Domina looks okay. The Winter King. What is that about? I saw that on um What is the name of the station? Mm. MGM Plus. Looks okay. I don't I don't really know what it's about. I'm going to have to click on it and see. Psycho, The Last Takes. Did they do an entire different Psycho show? Because I watched the last one and it was okay, but it ended strange. The Last Passenger, hmm, maybe. Amityville, Rogue's Hero, and A Spy Among Friends. Don't those all sound like great things to watch? I'm really not watching anything on TV outside of the Raw that comes on Monday. But outside of that, we're really not watching anything on TV. We did start watching that Aaron show on Netflix, so we'll probably get back into that. You know, we kind of like to finish one thing and start another. Thank you for tuning in to this Monday edition of Star Watch Talk. Let's get into food with Food Star. Shrimp fried rice. So you got to know to make the rice correctly. You got to add in an egg. You got to add in the peas and the veggie mix with the onions and everything's going to be diced correctly. You need to add in white rice, add a little bit of soy to get the color for the rice. Then you need to do the shrimp. You can do the shrimp in a separate pan. You want to lightly cook the shrimp and a little bit of seasoning. Um, then you can add in some sweet and sour or whatever sauce you want to give it a little hint of taste. There's so much you can do with rice and there's so many ways you can make it creative. But definitely shrimp fried rice is one of my favorites. Chicken Caesar salad sandwich. I saw this on Pinterest. So get a rotisserie chicken in a Caesar salad. Then you toast some like croissants or bread. Put the croissants or bread in the to the air fryer. Let that cook a little bit. Add the cheese to it. Then you add the chicken. Then you mix the salad together and you put the salad on top of the chicken. Fold the bread over and take a bite. Mm, doesn't that sound bomb? Don't forget to add in a Caesar dressing and maybe a little bit of mayo for a little kick. I'm telling you, you're going to be amazed, fascinated, and you're definitely going to be happy with that find. That's definitely going on my list for for things I want to cook this week. Oven baked chicken and rice. Now, you can do the seasoning with the oven bake. You can do like an Italian seasoning. You can do garlic. 
really anything simple, right? Then you could put a bunch of veggies in, like potatoes, carrots, cauliflower, broccoli. <coughs> really anything simple. Like, honestly, just get a bag of veggies and put that in there with it. Honestly, if you want to make this even better, don't do it in the oven. Don't do an oven bake. Do it in, like, a one pan and then add in some chicken stock and some more flavoring and maybe even some wine and some more seasonings and mix it together and really add in the rice so it cooks with the chicken at the same time. Whether you want to do this on an oven tray or in a one pan, I think you're going to like the texture and the taste, and I think you should try it. Black pepper tofu. So you have to cut the tofu, make sure it's firm, make sure you get all the juices out of it, and mix a black pepper sauce together. This is black pepper, clearly. Some other seasonings as well. Um, you might want to add in like some spicy sauce too. You chop it up and you mix it together in like a one pan so it's flavorful because you can really do anything with tofu and I think you'll really be surprised and you'll really like it, honestly. Tofu is definitely something that I love to cook with. Very flavorful, very good, and it really gets the job done. Next part of the conversation outside of black pepper tofu, but you want to lightly cook it, right? You don't want to burn it. You want to lightly cook it so you know it's cooked. And then you can see the black pepper all on the tofu, and then you can add that to rice or whatever you want. And then put some spicy mayo or whatever you want on top of it. I think you'd be very happy. Honey shrimp. So basically, you get sriracha, honey, shrimp mix. Put that in a pan, cook, add some white rice and some broccoli. Boom. There you go. You got a meal. Sounds really good. That might have to be dinner one of these nights this week. I'm telling you. Perfect French toast. How do you make perfect French toast? It's all about how you're cutting the toast, what you're doing the syrup with, how you're getting the seasoning correctly when, with the with the taste of the toast. It's got to be done to perfection or it's not going to be perfect. There's lots of recipes out there. Make sure you find your own and add whatever you want into it so it can be delicious. I'm totally a French toast person, and if I could have that every day, I probably would. Anyways, that is the end of this Monday Columbus Day pod. Thank you for tuning in to Born to Be a Star. And don't forget that you are a star wherever you are. And I will see you tomorrow on Tuesday. Bye.